Hello and welcome to another episode of the TNC podcast. I am so, so, so excited to be getting stuck into this yellow and green conversation today. Six appearances, two glorious goals, 2011 promotion winner, Derby Day goal scorer, El Asasino. Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Number 37, it's Danny Pacheco. Danny, how are you, my friend? Hello, I'm I'm very good. I'm very happy to be here. It's a pleasure to to be with you, and uh, I'm very excited also to to be here with all yellow fans and all the Canaries and remember all the good times. We are gonna talk about so many good times, Danny. So thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. I I, I think the best place to start would would be the beginning, Danny. But perhaps even before your time at Norwich, I'm fascinated to ask you. Because, of course, you'd, you'd, you'd come from Barcelona to, to Liverpool and obviously from Liverpool there were a, a couple of, of loan moves away from the club. Do you think you ever were given enough of a chance at Liverpool? It's not easy to, to say. Um, of course, Liverpool gave me the, the chance to, to, to go to England when I was only 16 to, to play for reserve level with only 16 i was the youngest of the team everybody was like 18 19 and i was two three years uh, younger than everybody so everything goes so fast and in this time uh, i think it's it could be good for, for for people but also it could be dangerous to 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 go steps up no I, of course i had the the confidence on on the spanish coach uh, we had in the first team we also had spanish coach in the second team we had a lot of, of Spanish people around the club, like doctors, uh, physios, uh, fitness coach, everyone. So in this time, it was quite good. Uh, I feel like I was giving my chance in my in my time, not 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 before or not later, but uh, after uh, uh, Rafa Benitez was uh, leaving the club, everything was quite different, to be honest. Mm, okay, so with the end of Rafa, yeah. You- you felt at that stage you weren't going to quite make the cut at Liverpool. Yeah. That's fair. I'm, I'm not saying this is the only reason because I always say when, because I had a few podcasts from Liverpool in these 10, 12 years. I'm not saying this is the reason. Of course, if you are, if you prove that you are good enough every day or every week or in every chance you have, you will be in the first team. But uh, the, this uh, little push that you need to 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 be there to have a few chances, not only one or two. Uh, mm-hmm. I was I was having this with Rafa, and then after he left, it was quite more difficult. I I remember I went to 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 Europe uh, under 19 with the national team. I played really really well. I had uh, a few offers to to come to Spain. But the club in this time, we had uh, Roy Hudson as a manager. Yeah. They they told me they they trust on me. They I, I want to I, I had to come back to Liverpool. They need me for precision. They told me to give me a new squad number in the t-shirt to be first team player. So I mean, they told me that I was going to have more chances than what I had. No, so this is something that happened in this time. And after after these uh, six months everything changes a little bit. Interesting. Well, interesting to, to know that. But but enough about them. It's time to talk about a big club now, Danny, which is <laughs> North City Football Club. Um, 23rd of March, 2011. Let's let's rewind. 
Uh, of course, mm. we signed you on an emergency loan from Liverpool. And mm -hmm. um, I remember, Danny, the, the, uh, the excitement amongst the Yellow Army at that stage was just elect. I've never known a transfer like it. It was a real sort of statement of intent from the football club that, oh my God, you know, we, we've signed Danny Pacheco from Liverpool. We couldn't believe it. But what was your feeling like at that time, coming from such a giant of a club in Liverpool to, to Norwich City? What was your feeling at the time? Well, my my first uh, impression, I when I because you know I don't know how it works today, but in this time I I went to training in the morning like always, and then after training they called me to the office of the of the manager, director, manager, and they told me. They like they didn't ask me if I wanted to go. They told me you you are you are going today. So okay. So where I go, I I no you are going alone to Norwich City. I to be honest, I didn't know anything about the club. I didn't know where the city was. So I only checked the team on the table. Oh, they are second in the table or third in the table. At, at least it's good position in the table. Uh, I remember my my brother was in this time uh, visiting me in Liverpool, so we the second thing that I checked was how far it was. Uh, we check on Google. I think it was around four or five hours. So I said to my brother, we will we will drive there, and that's it. You know, I immediately checked the team, check who was the manager. I didn't know anything because I didn't watch this time any championship uh, football, mm -hmm. and it was. So good when I arrived to to well I arrived in the night but the day after when I when I go to the club uh, I had a ten minutes uh, meeting with Paul Lambert yeah uh, I was told before who he was as a player as a coach he won the Champions League and these kind of things and uh, I I remember how how close he was with me you know he he told me in five minutes he only he told me that he knew me. He, he proved that he knew me, that he watched my games. And he told me to be like freedom, to play free, to enjoy playing. And our first game couldn't be better. You know, I, I played and I still watching the, this game sometimes. And I felt like uh, I was playing there for 10 years before with the same players every day. I felt so good on the pitch and... Of course, with 28, 29,000 people, full stadium, I, I was I was on a flying, you know, I was flying. Danny, we've not even spoken about so many of the good memories yet. And my my jaw already hurts from smiling so much. <laughs> it's, it's brilliant to hear that that you settled in at Norwich so well and you had such a good relationship with, with Paul Lambert. And you said it your, yourself, Danny, that, that first game, if you remember... It was against Scunthorpe at Carrow Road. We won 6-0. Mm. Um, you, you actually um, set up a couple of goals that, that, that day. You set up one for, of course, Norris City legend Grant Holt um, mm. and also the second goal as well. At that point, you must have been like, wow, like this is easy. It's comfortable. I'm flying. Like, yeah. what, what were you thinking at this point, Danny? Exactly what you're saying. I... I, I knew that the, if I had to say, if I knew something about championship, was like physical league, a strong league. So I was thinking on my way to, to the club, I was thinking, okay, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if this is my my 
type of, of leak? Uh, probably not. Uh, I heard in one day, because I didn't have time, I heard that the Norwich was like a different type of game. They play good football, but you you will not uh, believe these comments, you know, until until you get there and you see how they play. So after this first game, I was, like you say, I was flying. I was thinking, oh, this is going to be easy. We are going to destroy everyone. And I, I am going to be very good, uh, of course, because I felt like I was... You know, everybody wants to give me the ball. I feel like I was playing with them for for longer time, you know, and it was so good. Danny, you're, you're, dare I say, you're 32 years old now, right? And at the time that you came to Norwich, you were just 20 years old Mm -hmm. and you were so confident. But I want to ask you, like, how did you deal with the pressure? Because as I've said already, the Norwich fans are like, right, we've signed a Liverpool player. You know, this is signing how did you cope as a, as a 20 year old guy you know with, with all of those fans you know expecting so much of you on the pitch to be honest i um, i only know about this now because in this time i i remember i arrived to a hotel on a thursday night i went to training friday and i don't know if the game was saturday or sunday but i was in the first 11 only with one training with the team uh, so this is a lot of confidence for you. This gives you what you need to, to have to play football. And, you know, I was having a difficult time in Liverpool because I come back to play to the mm-hmm. reserve team like two, three years after you think you, you are already making this this step. So for me, it was like, you know, everything was positive. I didn't think about if I was coming from Liverpool or whatever. I only enjoy on the pitch and, and of course, how we play and how the team make me feel in, in the game was very, very good. I remember we were winning 3-0 in the second half and when they they took me off the pitch, of course, I, I had a, a very good uh, reception from the fans, but I was angry. I didn't want to go out. I was so happy in the pitch. The game was so easy for us and we were enjoying a lot. Danny, it's incredible to hear memories. And you've mentioned the team uh, a couple of times. And Norwich fans that, that watch this podcast regularly will know that we ask our special guests to send in their best Norwich City eleven from their time at the club. And we've got it on screen for you now. And I tell you what, Danny, this might be one of the best teams we've seen on the podcast. I mean, goodness me. And here you are, with the, with, of course, with the trophy as well. I mean, where do you begin with this team? I think perhaps, Danny, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe start from front to back, should we? Should, should we start with, uh, with with Grant Holt, Norwich City legend? What, what was he like to, to to pass the ball to, to, to score the goals? Yeah, well, I remember when I got there, uh, when I saw him, I, you know, big guy, big guy also. Um, <laughs> like, he, he, he looks like, he looks like older than the others. Um, yeah. You know, for me, he was my first impression of, of him was like the typical mm, third, fourth league in Spain, number nine striker in, in his last few years. But you know that if you get the ball near to him, he will protect the ball, he will do something with the ball and he will be in the box all the time. So my my first uh, assist is something like this. is is a ball behind the defenders. Uh, I get the ball before the line and it's not the best 
pass back in in the world, but he make the movement to to be able to score. And I remember he he get me on top of him like a little child. And you know this kind of uh, pictures when I see now, I remember how how good they they welcomed me, how good I I felt on the pitch, and it was fantastic. So let's that's brilliant memories of of Grant Hull. Um, of course you've you've put yourself in the team as well, but. What about Wesley Houlihan, or should we say Wesley? I mean, yeah. what an unbelievable player. What was it like playing with him, Danny? Well, probably the most technique player I I see in this in this time, in this level. Uh, you know, normally um, in Liverpool, I had players from everywhere uh, with a lot of quality, but he was probably his the most British or you know Scotland, Irish, uh, England, technique player or the first very top English uh, British player I I saw with lot of quality, easy to play with him, always asking for the ball, always moving. I remember the first game we we played in like in similar position, but we we could move wherever we wanted. We feel like we played together for for many years, and it was fantastic to to play with him. Amazing. And um, there, there is uh, one player, Danny, that I'm surprised you've not put in. Um, you've gone with Henry Lansbury, but you've not put in <laughs> Andrew Crofts. And you told me, you told me off camera, yeah. you were like, oh, Chris, I wanted to put Andrew Crofts, but I had to put Henry Lansbury. So why yeah. have you gone with Henry Lansbury in your, in your best 11 midfield? Well, I, of course, uh, Croft was an amazing player for us. He made a Amazing job on the right, uh, up and down all the game, working for the team and doing a lot of great things. But uh, I had a good connection with uh, Lansbury. He was alone from Arsenal, if I'm not wrong. Also a young guy. Uh, he he liked Spain. He went to Spain for holidays many times. He he tried like to talk to me some words in Spain in Spanish. Uh, I remember everybody called him like he was crazy funny guy on the on the dressing room he was very good with everyone i know he didn't play a lot in this season he also he always came from the bench to 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 keep the ball to to improve the team in attack and uh, you know we we had a good connection so i wanted to to put him on the team also like Simon jackson the striker of course he deserved to to be in the in the 11 uh, after i I get there, he started to, to score a lot of goals and he was one of the main ones to, to get the final promotion, of course. Brilliant memories of Henry Lansbury there. And I'm pleased that you mentioned Andrew Crofts. And what about David Fox and, and Andrew Sermon, Danny? I'm, I'm really interested to know what your opinion is of those two players because Norwich City fans very much put them in the underrated category where they don't really get much of the, of the plaudits, the, the, the credit that they deserve. Do you agree with that? Well, probably yes. Uh, of course, in, I remember the first game. Uh, Fox was easy guy to play, always free, always in the right position to give him the ball. Always the the, the necessary touches to to play, maybe one touch, maybe two, maybe keep the ball and start again. It was so nice to play with him. He was also the guy who controlled all all our other attacking players to 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 be there in. in between defenders and, and attacker players. And with Serma, I was also surprised. I, I liked him a lot when I was there, 
but after I left, he went to Premier League. I I saw him with Bournemouth, I think. Uh, yeah. And I was I did to be honest, I didn't expect him to play that good. He was very good left foot uh, technique, but in this the short time that I was in the club, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure about him to the top level in the Premier League. And he really did. He I was very surprised and happy when I when I saw him in the years after. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I agree with that, and, mo- and most Norwich fans will as well. Now, let's now go to your backline, Danny. You've got Russell Martin, you've got Zach Whitbread, Elliot Ward, and Mark Tierney. I mean, where do you want to begin with those players? <laughs> Anywhere you want, mate. <laughs> okay, let's go, Russell Martin, captain, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. A legend on the club, in very good guy, very respectful guy inside the team. The proper captain, you know, uh, and also, for example, Grand Hall could be the captain. But uh, I think uh, Russell was great. Uh, he has a lot of power. Uh, he was, a, you know, a guy who didn't talk a lot uh, in the in the games or in the training. But when he needed to, to say something, he would say. And, you know, I, I was also good with him. Good guy. Uh, all the right foot for him and Croft, and we have a very like different style of football. You know, we have attacker quality probably more in the left, and in the right we had a lot of power, a lot of strength, and you know that was a great balance in the team. And speaking of power and strength, Danny, I guess that's what you would say about Zach Whitbread and, and Elliot Ward. Would you say that they were, you know, it, it was their strength? Is that the reason why you've put them in your team? Yeah, well, I my first game was amazing game, so I thought that I had to put them in in the team. I remember this game very very well, and you know they were tall, they were big, but they also could play with the ball. They they play very good from the back. They were I I saw the team very very confident when I got there. Uh, we play Swansea, for example. We play a few games, but. Uh, Probably we were one of the best team by playing with the ball, um, and also like when we lost the ball, we we recovered the ball very quick, so we had the ball all the game, and that's why the the success was uh, happening this season, of course. Absolutely, and Mark Tierney, a man that Norwich fans don't really know much about him. We, we remember his cartwheels. Do you remember his celebration where he did yes. the cartwheels? Yes. What was Mark Tierney like in the changing room? What was he like to talk to behind the scenes, Danny? To be honest, uh, w- probably one of the best relations I had in the dressing room. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, if I am not wrong, he was somewhere near from Manchester. Yeah. Uh, I think he were alone in the in the city. I mean, his family was not there with him every day. They come and go, they come and go. So we spent a lot of time together because I was alone in the hotel. He was alone in the city. I remember we they took me to Nando's to have the, this chicken famous Nando okay. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if I knew about Nando before. Probably yes, because I remember I went many times in Liverpool. Yeah. But uh, I'm not sure if that was before or after Norwich. Uh, but uh, we spent a lot of time together in the city we're walking around having food uh, coffee and then uh, also because we play close on inside the beach in the left side uh, we had a very good connection very good relation and he was also a very funny guy he was always making jokes 
Danny, what's your Nando's order? How spicy do you have your chicken? Is it super hot <laughs> or what do no, you no, very low, very low spicy. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, Danny, of course, you know, John John Ruddy in goal to, to finish you off. I mean, uh, and a, 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 a true leader of, of Norwich City, would you agree? Yeah, of course, of course. What a guy. Um, when imagine for me when I saw him so big, uh, it's uh, first minute you you respect him of course and he was he was fantastic this season uh, to be honest we he didn't have to do a lot of job because we we <laughs> like i said we had the ball all the time we played very good this season and but of course i followed the team all the seasons comings in the premier league and he had a lot of more job to do and he was fantastic i I saw him going to the national team and I was I was very happy for him. I'll make sure that John Ruddy knows, Danny, that you thought that he didn't really do much work that season. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, what you know, you've spoken about that team there. You know, what was the magic? That 2010-11 team, what made that team get promotion? Was it experience? Was it was it just hard work was it talent why did we get promoted that season with because that that team was just so well gelled as you said Danny like it felt like you'd played with these players for 10 years yeah well like you know I I came to the team very late in the season so what I think is fair that I say is how how would they they welcome me uh, me or any other player if will come in my situation coming from Liverpool, 20 years old, uh, the manager uh, get me in the team only one day after training. So mm. maybe sometimes this is not good for the dressing room, you know, mm. but they, they didn't say nothing. They, 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 they make me feel very well. I remember our trainings were fantastic. The, the, the atmosphere in the training was very, very good. Uh, you know, for example, also one thing I remember in this time, uh, after my first training, uh, I, I went inside to the dressing room. I took my my boots off and one of the young guys came to me and I saw him like taking my boots from me, from my feet. And I was thinking, well, what this guy is doing? Why he's taking my boots? Probably he was my age or similar age. And I asked him, uh, what are you doing? Why you, are you taking my boots? He said, no, no, in this club, the young guys, we clean the boots to the other ones. Amazing. I say, yeah, but I am, I am twenty. Uh, why would you clean my boots? I, I go with you, and I remember I, I walk out with him, and I clean myself my boots. And that, that's in this time, I didn't, you know, in Liverpool probably you have three old guys, uh, sixty years old, cleaning your boots, you know, and. This is something special in the club. Uh, of course, the stadium was full every game, and that also helped to to the team to to be confident and to and to play fantastic football. Danny, I, I think that that twenty-year-old player. I think he might have sold them. I think he might have got some money for them instead of cleaning them. I reckon he sold them on the market or something. Made sure he got <laughs> some extra money. Um, <laughs> We, uh, I cannot wait to talk to you about this. I've wanted to talk to you about this for years. This game, this moment, the moment that Norwich City fans will remember forever. And I'm sorry 
in advance to Chris Gorham for, for butchering your commentary. It's Pacheco on the rebound. Yeah. 5-1 at Portman Road. Danny, I mean, what a moment for you. I mean, yeah. what was going through your head at that point? You just scored your first goal for the club. The fifth goal in a derby match. I mean, what, what was that like? Yeah, it was amazing. I... I had my girlfriend in the in the stands also, and also another friend from Spain. And how many fans from from Norwich we had? Uh, the game was fantastic. We we really destroyed them after the first goal. We played fantastic football. We we scored a lot of goals. We had a lot of chances. And uh, I remember uh, one of my good friend in football is a fitness coach. He was the fitness coach for us in in Liverpool in the second team. At that time, he was each with fitness coach. Uh, now I can say that a few weeks before I went to Ipswich to have a dinner with him uh, for for first time and only one time I've been to to Ipswich. <laughs> uh, we had a we had a dinner together and he he had a short time also in the club, but he he already told me about what a big derby means and. You know, uh, it was so good to to be part of this big day, uh, and I can tell you, and probably you know it. After twelve years, every every season, all the Nori fans they make sure I don't forget the this moment. Absolutely, it's it, it's it's the the one and the five Ipswich day. We will always remember that goal for, forevermore. And you came on as a sub that day for Wes, I think it was right. You came on as a sub for Wes. For I came as that, but I don't remember who, who came out. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Wes. I just, I will just never forget after you scored, going to the Ipswich fans, easy, easy, yeah. easy. Like, oh, it was just absolutely brilliant. And um, from that moment on, Danny, you, you became a cult hero with the Norwich fans. There, there's no denying it. And as you've said, every year that goes on, the Norwich fans always remember the the, the cult hero that, that that was Danny Pacheco, and I want to ask you that because what is that like? Because I've noticed on social media you've always shared memories. Almost every single season, you'll tweet that goal, that game, that moment. Would you say that was the highlight of your football career, Danny? Well, I I was lucky about four years ago to have a very special moment also with uh, Getafe. Mm-hmm. We we played the final promotion, final game. In Spain, it's different. You play two games away and, and at home uh, yeah. for the final. And um, we lost 1-0 away and we won 3-1 at home. I scored two goals. I had like 25 people from my family and it was very very special day but like you said i was gonna say how many probably 15 years of my career you 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 only had two special moments to be honest uh, you know football is not always like this it's not mm. always winning it's not always happy and you know of course i make every every season i i make uh, pictures of this moment because you know like i i said in 15 years you only had Two special moments. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I completely agree. It's often that you know, it's rare, and actually, a lot of footballers go throughout their career and they don't really win anything, Danny. And so the yeah. fact that you obviously had that special moment with Getafe, and of course, you you won promotion with Norwich City, and that iconic goal that will never be forgotten. 
Danny, you, you must have just loved playing for the for the Norwich fans, though, because I mean, look again, you know, you just love Norwich City and posting about it. Was it the colours? Was it the was it the the your age? Like, why why did you fall in love with Norwich City Football Club? I don't know. I probably when you when you fell in love with someone or with or with somebody, you cannot explain. You know, I like I said many things. I. I went there uh, after one day I played in front of 28,000 people. I played, I felt on the pitch like, like I told you, like probably like never. Uh, like, you know, I thought I was playing with these guys for, for forever. So this is something that you didn't do nothing to, to make it happen. This happens uh, because of many things. And it's something that when you see the color you see the t-shirt you speak about knowledge or your smile come to the face it's automatic i love that i love to hear that danny i really do i, I want to ask you about the the end of that 2010 11 season now when of course the parties began and i think the first party you probably had was after the portsmouth away game do you remember it was david fox crocked that ball yeah. to jackson to to score what was the party like in the uh, chamber after that game my friend come on i want you to no, tell to be honest to be honest um i i had to play the world cup in a few weeks for the, for spain under 20 so i didn't i didn't i remember i didn't have a long break in the summer i had to join the national team mm. to the to go to the world cup and i am not sure if the all the team traveled to they on the plan on the on the on the club they said that the team would the, the club will pay a trip to the players to go to Las Vegas. But in this time, I thought that Las Vegas, you had to be 21 to be able to go to the yeah, club um, casino and these kind of things. And I was 20, so, but I, I'm not sure if they go, if they, if they finally mm -hmm. went there. Okay. I, I don't remember because what I remember is that we had like four, five, days off straight after Portsmouth game but we still had to play Coventry at home yeah we didn't we didn't train until Friday or Saturday so I went I went to Spain so we only had like one night together in in, in Norwich of course we went to to club we we celebrated but okay. in the morning in the morning I got my flight to Spain I wanted wow. to see my family and to be with them then I remember we come back on a Friday we training one time only we play like players against the, against uh, the staff of the club so that just like funny training and then we play the final game and we celebrate with the bus and it was fantastic of course i want to ask you about that game danny i mean here's a i, I absolutely love this picture of you you look so young there i love it lifting the trophy at carrow road and but what, what, what I really want to ask you about that day, that, that last final game against Coventry, Danny, was did you know at this point you were going to leave? Did you have in your head, I really want to stay? Like, what were you, what was going on at that point? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't think about nothing of this in this game. We, right. we, we enjoyed the game. I played the game. I scored a goal. We, we, I had my family in the stadium. Uh, the stadium, of course, was full, like always. Uh, and in my mind, to be honest, also I had the, the World Cup under 20 with the national team because this is also one of the reasons I I asked Liverpool to, to find something for me in winter because 
the, the, the Spanish uh, national coach, he called me because only one year before, in the summer before, I was the best player of the tournament in the under-19. But this is like it is. The coach called me and told me, listen, if, if you don't play nothing until summer, it's going to be difficult for me to, 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 to call you to, to come to the team because the level is very high and you need to play every week or you need to play to, to be able to, to come with us. So I didn't have a lot of time to think what will happen during the summer. I had to join the national team. And if you want to talk about how I felt after, of course, we can continue talking. We will. You're not getting away. We're definitely <laughs> talking about that, Daddy. Don't you worry, my friend. Um, but before we get there, I want to ask you about this moment as well. The celebrations in the city that day. There were so many people out on the streets of, of, of Norwich. You were on the bus. It, by the way, it looks like you've got a camera there. I'd love to see your pictures. Yeah. One day, Danny. Wow. Um, you know what? What was that like being on top of that open top bus and going through the city? Yeah, that was my first big uh, celebration. Uh, my my, you know, to see what all town feel about about the club, about the city. Of course, in this time, after three four months, I knew a little bit more about the club. I knew they were on on League One. A few years before, uh, I know they, they, they was difficult to, to get to the Premier League with all the big, big clubs. And uh, it was amazing to see how everybody enjoyed. We went to the balcony of the city. We, we, we had a presentation, a celebration, and it was fantastic. Right, Danny. Big question now. Big breath. How did it end at Norwich? I have to ask you because the Norwich fans were just so desperate. They wanted Danny Pacheco to be a permanent signing for Norwich City. What conversations happened? What actually happened? It's time for you to reveal all. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's not much to say. I, I, I swear to God, I, I'm telling you what I know. Uh, and what I know is uh, I don't know nothing. I, I went to the World Cup. Uh, of course, I said to my agent, if we have the chance to stay here, I want to stay. I really want to stay. I, I know I, I end the, the, the season without getting a lot of time on the pitch because Simon Jackson was scoring goals for fun after I arrived to the club. He scored a hat-trick, he scored another hat-trick, he scored two. You know, it was normal that he would play. But I, I still feeling very good every time I play. So I thought because the style of Paul Lambert was a style similar to what I like, uh, how to play football with the ball, to be in contact with the ball all the time. So I thought that I would have a chance to, to at least have a meeting and talk about if it was possible or not. But I went to the World Cup. My, my agent, uh, they never told me nothing about Norwich. I asked a few times if they say something, they calling or not. They said no. They they didn't call. They they, they didn't say nothing, and that was the the sad end. Danny, you've broken my heart. You've <laughs> broken my heart. You've broken all of the Norwich fans' hearts as well. I'm very sad to hear that. But what about in the future seasons after that, Danny? Because you know, again, Norwich fans. It seemed like every single it was clearly the relationship you had with the with the Yellow Army. Every transfer window, whether it was January or summer for at least five, four or five seasons after. Yeah. Norwich fans were, you know, signed Danny Pacheco for his creativity, for his pace, for his energy in midfield. 
could you feel that? And did you ask your agent, you know, can you knock on their door for me and, you know, instigate yeah. thing? I, I, I probably, I mean, I, I know I did. Uh, I, I, I cannot tell you exactly in which uh, moments. Uh, of course, uh, I follow the team, I follow the club. And of course, every time, because knowledge being for the last eight years going up and down. So every time they went down, I, I thought that my chance was bigger, probably, to, to, to get to the club in championship was a little bit easier than, than Premier League. Uh, of course, I had some good moments in Spain. I got three promotions, straight three promotions in Spain. So I also play in, in first uh, league in Spain. But in some, I, I cannot say when exactly, but it's in some moments when when probably I didn't have a very good moment and, and also knowledge went out, I try to say to my agent if it's possible or not. But you know, I think it's not easy when you are in Spain, when you know the the contacts in between Spain and Championship. As you can see, there is not a lot of players, so probably it's not easy to 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 make these contacts. And after uh, I remember when Emi Wendia he went there. I I played with him the season before. Did he, he didn't have a good season in second division in Spain. He didn't play at all. He, his career was looking like, oh, maybe he would not uh, make it. He went alone to a very small club in second division in Spain. And then he joined uh, Norwich when he started to play that good because he played amazing in the club. I got a lot of messages also from, from, from the fans, like, you know, comparing us, talking about us. And I was happy to see him. And But also I was thinking... I could be that guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Danny, you've got me thinking now. Danny Pacheco and Emmy Buendia midfield. Oh God, I yeah. wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. Not bad. <laughs> Danny, talk to us about where, where where you are now. Where are you in the world, and who are you playing fo football for at, at the minute? Yeah, I'm in Poland, uh, in Gurnik Sabze, in Estrasa, in the first uh, uh, league. It's a very big club with. Uh, they won the league 14 times, all, of course, uh, many years ago. Um, I was in Malaga, in my city. Uh, they went down for the first time in the last 15 years. They went down to second division. They called me with a very good opportunity for me to come back home, to, to be in a team fighting to, to promote to, to La Liga. But after after two years, I had uh, some injury problems. Also, the club has a financial problem, economic uh, problem. They 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 delay on the salaries, and and we had some problems. Mm. So I have to leave the club. Uh, but I have to make a surgery on on my ankle. So after this uh, injury, I I didn't have a lot of chance to to play mm. in Spain. So I went to to Cyprus. Uh, I played there for, for six months and everything was okay. I was playing every week and everything was good. But in the last day of the winter transfer, the club decided to, to make some changes and they told me that I had to leave. And then I went home for, for a few weeks and then straight away I, I came to Poland. Danny, you are uh, an unbelievable player. I'm, I'm, I'm wishing that you could come back to Norwich one day and I want you to know Honestly, from every single Norwich fan, you are always welcome back to Norfolk, to Norwich. If you ever want to come and sit in the stands and sing with us, you are welcome. Danny, 
what is your message to the Norwich City fans that you know stung for you that, that that always supported you throughout your time in Norwich? What what's your message to the Yellow Army? Well, I can only say good things. I I can only appreciate how how good I felt. Uh, like I said, the, the promotion with Getafe and also the, the love they still having for me is one of the best moments. But when I was 20, uh, when I was 22, 23, until 26, 27, 28, I had 10 years uh, of my career and my last four months in, in Nori were the, the, the more special ones. Uh, I felt in love with the fans from, from day one. Uh, you know, I know, I know I will come back to the stadium to watch a game. I'm sure I, I will because I won't. And uh, if I won't, I will do it. And I can only say, you know, thank you because every every season they, they support me. They, they still looking for me and they make me feel very, very good. Danny, it has been a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you today. You've been on my hit list for a while. So it's an absolute honour to tick you off that that list. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank you for, for contacting me to, to make this possible. And, you know, anytime you, you need uh, from me, I, I will be on the other side. Thank you so much, my friend. And thank you so much to all of the Norris City fans listening and watching to this uh, all around the world right now. What did you think of this special episode with Danny Pacheco? Let us know. We are at Talk Norwich City on social media. Instagram us, tweet us. We'll share all of them as a small thanks for your support. Finally, Danny Pacheco, there is only one thing left to say. What is that? On the wall, City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the